Hello and welcome to Euro Daily, our brand new podcast, giving you a round for the day's events in the Euros. Now, normally we say it's been a pretty good day of football, a pretty good moment in football, but my, my, it's way better than that. It's been an incredible day. The country's buzzing, us guys are buzzing, and it's not just the normal guys you're joined by. You're also joined by two more, Adam Knowles and Ben Kitson, here to bring you a round of what's happened in the Euros. So, lads, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. How are you, Ben? Game from England. Yeah, good. Tell you what, who's uh, buzzing? Who's buzzing? I, I I think the whole of England is buzzing, and tomorrow's yeah. will be a lot louder than usual because Gosh. of just how crazy that game was. Two nil. Seventy fifth minute. Seventy fifth minute. We have Raheem Sterling, and then the eighty sixth minute we have Harry Kane scoring his first goal of the tournament. I can't believe that we scored we scored the same amount of goals that we scored in the entire group game. <laughs> against Czech Republic, Croatia and Scotland. And we scored two and we scored this game out against Germany. Germany. And it's Germany as well. Like, I mean, that uh, miss from Thomas Muller. Yeah, if he if he scored that the game would have been different. Yeah, That's definitely. Because Pickford put him off. Yeah, he did. It was actually when you watch it back it's really good positioning. Talking to Pickford, what a game that man had. Like, what a tournament, really. He might not... He's made a couple of really great saves, like that Timo Werner one, the one from Kai Havertz. Like, the speed on that and the distance, incredible. I think he's doing what you want your keeper to do. He's been solid and he's picking out some lovely balls. What do you guys think? Harry Maguire played well. Yeah, fair. It's been incredible. Wow, decided to put in the chat by a seven fan. No, 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 he's been sick. No, no, he, he did play well, I'm joking. No, he has played well, I'm He's played very well in the Euros. Not at Everton, but in the No, Euros. since since Christmas, yeah. he's been great. Cause he went to mental health psychologist to sort himself out. Cause, and like, now you've noticed he's a lot more calm, isn't he? Because he went to the mental yeah, health psychologist. Yeah, he is, to be fair. Tell, yeah. let's, not, let's not forget about Jordan Pickford. He started on loan at Bradford. Yeah, to be fair. Oh, gosh, he's a Bradford fan, isn't he? Too much praise. He gave Van Dyke one less name cap. What do you mean, mate? It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Doing patriotic duty to knock the Netherlands out so we don't have to face um, them. We, we, patriotic we don't get duty. This podcast because we get into a big argument and Finn will go on to think, saying about how good the tackle was on Virgil van Dijk. So we move on. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about, well, Raheem Sterling? People had their doubts. People said he wasn't good enough and he scored three quarters of England's goals. He's won us two games and he scored what looked like it was going to be the winning goal. What do we all think? Yeah, Jack Grealish is better. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think right, back, Gre- to, back to Sterling. Back to Sterling. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about him in a minute, Grealish. He runs really weirdly. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> like, like he's carrying little, like shopping bags in his hands. Got to make cool. Yeah, like, runs like that, but he's got a face like, like a rat. Got like, a hammer and smacks his back in, and he's like <laughs> a massive curve his back in. He's rapid though, isn't he? No, He's no. a great player, to be fair, though, yeah. let's be honest. That's the thing. I mean, Saka had an excellent start to the game. Agreed, yeah. I think I'd like Saka, to see... John, I think we should do in the future. Saka can play as a right-back, and he's got a great work rate and determination. So I think we should be playing him as, like, a right-back, like, right-wing-back, yeah? If you're playing three at the oh. back. And then... No, because he can get up and down the pitch and defend, oh, and he's got a great work rate. Wing-back, wing back, yeah, but right-back now. Yeah, as a wing really back, as a wing back with Grealish really, in the team starting. I was really hoping for for a Germany career all over again when Neuer comes up in the last minute to come and take a free kick 
and then we just lob him from the halfway line. Do you know, I was hoping, do you know, I was hoping, I was, I'm thinking, when the ball's been in the air, I'm thinking, just, just Neuer, please hit it to Pickford, then Pickford can shoot from his goal. Because think about it. No, because he, he gets time to pick it up in his hands and boot it. Neuer's not saving it. Like, as a goalkeeper, that's kind of what you want to happen, isn't it? Oh, cracking game, eh? Yeah. Do you know one thing I thought was really good? Like, when the formation first came out, I was thinking, the hell is this? Like, why have we got three at the back? We've played three games, not conceded a single one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But actually, watching that game, yeah, I thought having Kyle Walker marking Timo Werner was a really, really good decision because Kyle Walker is really rapid. Like, Timo Werner's stupidly fast, but nobody's, like, nobody in their right mind is tackling him. And beating him for pace, and I also think if he, if a player misjudges it, Kyle Walker can cover for you. He's that rapid. He's incredible. He is a great player. And yeah. You know, we only used two of our substitutions that match. That's mad. We've got we Jaden Sancho on the bench. Phil Foden. You having a laugh? Reese James. Got Champions League oh, finalists. Yeah. Champions League winners like Mason Mount, Ben Chilwell, Reese James. You know, DCL wasn't on the bench. Uh, that's a joke. Talking of jokes oh, with strikers, as much as Car- Harry Kane scored, he, I think personally he was poor all game. Yeah, a terrible game apart from that goal. Yeah, he didn't have it's any desire. He didn't have any desire at all, did he? Like he was so far off the ball, he never chased it, and he never challenged for anything aerially. Like so many balls went up, and he just dived, or he just didn't challenge for it. Like, what the hell is he doing? Honestly. Yeah, I. I think we got trust in him though. He's our main man. He's, if to be fair to him, he hasn't really been given the passes. You see, the, the opportunities we gave him today, he puts it away straight away, doesn't he? So. What do you mean he hasn't been but, given the passes, mate? One of the things is his movements off. It's not just the so passes. I don't clear cut chances. No, I know, but part of that is because his movements off. He's not. You have to make some of those chances by making the runs. His movements been off, and he's, he's not been something. getting any balls. And I think a Rashford or a Calvert Lewin would do better. Yeah, hopefully he's waking him up though. That goal might kickstart him again. Yeah, him do you know, I yeah, think. It's like that for everyone. Lewandowski, he only went and scored what four in the tournament, and Ronaldo just needed one, and then he got two in a game. To be fair, I think start Kane next next game, yeah. But you can't not have Calvert Lewin on your bench because he Rashford's more of a winger than a striker. He's an out and out centre forward, and sometimes you need that to just boss a team and win yeah, the headers. We'd have to change our. We'd have to change the complete way we play to just fit the Calvert Lewin. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Which I don't think would work. We would, though, wouldn't we? What do you mean? I think we should just stick with what we've got, to be honest. I think stick with yeah. Harry Kane, but you can't leave Calvert Lewin out on the subs bench because he yeah, offers. Yeah, no, you can't. He's got to be on the bench at least. Yeah, and probably if it's not working, sub him on the 60th minute because he challenges for then the balls and he offers start. something different in the air. Now, here's a question. What do we all What do we all think of Jack Grealish? Ben, do you want to Do you want to tell us what you thought? Good. Oh, oh incredible input there from Ben. I think he's no, going to be like, winning. Every time Jack Grealish has come on, he's made a massive impact. He's kicked out the team. He got yeah. the assist on the second goal as well. Yeah, yeah and then he's... he got the assist of the assist for the first one. He just drives forward. Yeah, he's got he like this. Had a very good game. He's got this skillfulness. He's got this ability to draw in players, make them think they've got it, and then just take it away from them at the last minute. He's got the ability to just—he runs at people, and as a defender, 
I'm happy if someone's passing it around me. But if someone's running at me, sending me side to side, I'm I'm not liking it at all. Yeah, you saw Sterling when to- he was with Tony Cruz. He dropped a soldier when, when, yeah. when, when, and then Tony Cruz just had to take him out. Just, if you got that, and then it's a goal-scoring opportunity, you're getting the other team red cards, yeah. penalties, and you're more likely to win games mm-hmm. when you drive at the opposition. When it's just lacking in like penetration of the opposition, Oh, Opatrician? You, you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. What a great player. Pardon? England. Should we keep talking about England? Or should we? Pardon? Off I you go, England Adam. England weren't making runs for him. Yeah. Yeah, they still watching him. I think. I think. You, the quality that Harry Maguire and John Stones have got playing the, like, the, the crossfield balls, they need the runners behind. To play the long balls yeah. the top, I think Harry Kane really Kane was lazy most of the game. I thought he was just straight up lazy. Like he just didn't bother to press anything, to chase anything, to even go for aerial draws. I I felt like almost like he didn't have a desire. But this might just kickstart him, and I I hope it does. But to be fair, I think Southgate got his tactics right. When I seen that team, I'm thinking three five two. Why are you changing it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But he got it right. Um, thingy, what I was facing is Kyle Walker was able to destroy, really, in essence, able to destroy Timo Werner because Werner couldn't get a look in against him because he's so fast. And Werner's, Werner would send the other centre backs like he did in the Champions League final. It's just he's so fast. We had a slightly more defensive midfield, but the thing is, we didn't concede a single goal. And I think if we are chasing a game and we want to say at 3 5 2, put Bukayo Saka as like your right wing back, and then have uh, Jack Rillish as your right winger. But Here's a question. Here's a question. If we're playing, we're playing so many defenders. I feel like Jack Grealish could have started, and we only had, we only need one CDM. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, no, because yeah, I think. Rice and Rice and Rice and Phillips have created a good bond and like good chemistry yeah. back there in a sense. And so push, they're if, very strong. We don't want to get overrun in the field because that's the last thing you want. So I think for the first ten or fifteen minutes, Germany had lots of chances, and that was because. We were still adapting to the formation and Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips were getting over in the midfield because they didn't know who to pick up. But over the game, as we picked up more and more, we grew in strength. And I think this is a formation in the way forward because actually it contains teams. And I just think, what a squad we've got. Like, Jaden and Sancho can't get, can't get a look in. Phil Foden, Champions League finalist, can't get a look in. Jaden Sancho worth £120 million. Uh, Mason Mount, Champions League winner, can't get a look in. Reese James, Champions League winner. Ben Chilwell, Champions League winner. The list goes on, doesn't it? Like, the Bellingham, team. Him. Yeah. He's played insane. Like, what a team. And they're players that haven't even been subbed on in the entire game. Like, the strength and depth and the ability to rotate the squad is just incredible. But I think one thing we've got to watch out for is, as much as Southgate played his tactics right tonight, I'm not sure he's the most willing man to change around his tactics mid-game like he doesn't take that much action that's kind of how I feel so I think that's one thing I'd be worried about like the subs made a massive impact overall though. and that was his decision yeah I'll give him some credit I think for yeah, yeah when he takes decisions he, they go well he just doesn't take enough of those big decisions now talking of big decisions and Gareth Southgate if you were Gareth Southgate would you be starting Jack Grealish yeah, yeah definitely go on then that might be yeah. He's made a lot of impact coming off the pitch and players can't deal with him because they're too tired. They're just I thought so. 
Did you see? He's like he's like the most fouled p- player in the Premier League two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And and in that game when he came on against Scotland or when in the group stage the game that he came on, he he, he earned the most fouls. I mean, he only played twenty minutes. He still earned the most fouls. So he's just such a like. He's just such a great player. His ball control is just insane. Mate, it's incredible. I personally think Ollie Watkins was robbed of a spot. But who would, who would you Watkins take out for Ollie Watkins? Who would we be taking out for Ollie Watkins? Who do we take out? Then a couple of the games, a couple of the games, we've been lacking in press, and Ollie Watkins would have been the guy pressing. To be I think Rashford would do it, and I think Calvert Lewin would do it as well. I think Harry Kane. No, I think he's genuinely. No. I said Rashford as well, though. I think right, Harry Kane has got a slight niggle. Like, he's just not fit enough. Like, you can see it from the way he plays. He's not quite sharp enough. He's not making those little darting runs he used to. He's had an excellent season, though. He's got, he's got the most assists, the most goals. And he's just been, and Tottenham have just been offered 100 mil for him. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, and with all that stuff going on, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I'm worth 100 million, possibly Might more. Might just be pressure, isn't it? You just, you just, you got so much pressure... You're knowing you're worth 100 million to perform well, and at the Euros, then you're England's captain, and everyone's expecting to score, and then you you go two games without a goal, and you Four get games. so much pressure from the media. I I just think Speaking as well. Speaking of pressure, Nick yeah. Grealish was brought on, and all the fans were cheering him. How oh much yeah. Pressure do you think he was under? Flipping heck! But thing is, he oh. delivers. He delivers, and that's something you want from one of your main players, isn't it? You want them to really. Bring out the best in your team. And I've got to say, talking about bringing the best out of your team, I think Gareth Southgate has done a cracking job. Given all the media pressure, he has done what is best. And he supported his player through anything. I think he started Kane, which was the right decision. Maybe could have kept someone like a Calvert-Lewin or someone more attacking on the bench, like an out-and-out striker to come on. I think he should have put that on. He should have had them on the bench, at least if the game wasn't working, to then put them on. Because I think... You need that. That that's criminal not to take a striker into your game as a backup. That's stupid. But apart from that, he's stuck by all his players, isn't he? He's a great man manager. And like you see the yeah. you see the videos come out and there's such a vibe about that camp. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I think it looks like a really nice atmosphere. It must have been electric in the stadium. All the players like they've almost got like got links. It, it it's crazy to think that they like play so well together having only played mm. a couple of games together and they're just like clicking straight away yeah. and I feel that, that now we've got an easy route to don't, don't say don't final. no 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 do not say easy say okay not as hard because when hard. you say easy Sorry. England screw it up tonight we will we have you predict- seen that thing on YouTube like Chris MD did with Gareth Southgate called the, Race Your Game okay. called Race Your yeah. Game it's good that isn't it yeah and I think, yeah. what if, like, have you noticed anything about the England training camp, Adam? Like, have you thought there's been like a certain way about them? Adam? Like, I was just wondering, like, how have you viewed like the England training camp? Have you thought, like, me and Sarah probably have thought, like, it's been quite relaxed and there's quite like a good community feel. How would you feel? How? What would you say to that? Like, how do you feel? It's a good vibe. It's making yeah. everyone really want to train because yeah. everyone's happy in their surroundings and. With the people they're with. Yeah, because if you're enjoying yourself, you play better, definitely. I definitely play better when I'm enjoying a football match. Like, Mm. when we... I had a a game and we won by a long way and um, and 
it just when when we were playing well and scoring, it felt really good, and I felt I could play better, and I felt I played the best I had. So mm-hmm. I think when you're enjoying yourself, you play a lot better. Yeah. So I think yeah, so I think yeah, I think they'll be enjoying themselves right now, and they'll have yeah. the confidence to go through next tonight. We'll go through the predictions in a minute. Yeah, Sweden, Ukraine, which mm-hmm. we'll get either of them, and then after that we'll get Denmark or Czech Republic. Republic if we beat uh, between yeah. I think with um, the with I the think ca- we'll have the confidence to get past after we just beat Germany we'll have the confidence to get past yeah. I think Denmark, with our team yeah to be fair Denmark are a good shout actually they've got really nice balance to their team like they, they've great defence great attack and they've really clicked but I just think in a tournament you need your manager to back you up and that's what Southgate have done is, has done in public and then I think as a player to have that pressure taken off you that your manager's going to back you it helps so much it lets you play so much more freely I think that's such an important thing we've achieved and also like when we were losing well when we didn't beat Scotland which in England's head was like a loss yeah the the feel around the camp was just incredible like you still had you still had people going round like the reporters hearing after the players and they were still buzzing and I think to have that confidence and to have everyone gelled together that tight knit as not just players that play together but as friends which is what we lacked in the so called golden generation I think such a great balance talking of balance my the balance was lost in the France v Switzerland game wasn't it it was mental 3-3 three, three, and 5-4 on penalties wow I'll get all the goals I'll, I'll do the review like because I usually yeah. read the stats don't I am the stat man um so it was 3-3 three, three. um I've got it right here so it was after 15 minutes Seferovic scored great header um and you're thinking oh my word Switzerland 1-0 up against the world champions and everyone's thinking they might do it no we're thinking it can't last 57th minute that Benzema equalises, and then two minutes later he gets another 2-1 up, and you think, oh, Switzerland can't get back from this. Then Pogba scores an absolute oh, beauty. That was, was a nice, that was a nice goal. Um, I remember shouting. 3-1, 15 minutes to go, no chance. And then, yeah. and then Seferovic gets another. 81st? 81st. Yep. Yeah, 81st. Then 3-2, you're like, oh, Switzerland got a chance. 90th minute, Gavranovic scores. Oh, what um, a goal. Is a great finish, and then the, uh, Switzerland had already missed a penalty at this point as well. So yeah. in, in the shootout, because it didn't, no one scored an extra time, so it went to extra time. No one scored. Gavranovic scored, then Pogba scored, Cher scored, then Olivier Giroud scored, Akanji scored, then um, Turam scored. Uh, who was it after that? Um, I can't remember. But to be honest, and even in your highlights, yeah, yeah, even in your highlights, you still missed out on some key points. Like, there was a penalty miss as well in full time. And there was also the goal for Switzerland. I think it was in the 86th minute that was then disallowed. At that point, everyone's thinking, well, they've had their chance, they've scored, and it's been disallowed. But, yeah. honestly, it teaches you about football, like, how it can change in two minutes. And, like, literally, in a space of four minutes, I believe it was, Switzerland got a penalty, missed it. France go up the other end and score, goes to the centre circle, they kick off, and then France score another. So, the game changed from... 1-0 with Switzerland having a penalty, being able to make it 2-0, to a few minutes later it being 2-1 France and France be in cruise control. Yeah, and it, it was Vargas scored, Presnel Kimbembe scored. Kimbembe, Kimbembe, Kimbembe. And then Mbappe misses. Not going to lie, it was a completely shocking, um, completely shocking penalty from 
Gotta say, Loris, yeah. Is it just me? Or did Loris just look off? Like he didn't look on, like he looked like he was concentrating on other things. No, I think in the main penalty round though. In the main penalty round, he just looked off like he looked like he wasn't in the zone. And you know as well, I predicted Mbappe was going bottom left and he was getting missed. I just, you could see the confidence was gone out of that man. Because his tournament was abysmal. All the hype, like he delivered at the 2018 World Cup, even better now. And let's face it, he's, he's had a shocker, hasn't he? Had an absolute shocker yeah. this tournament. So much pressure and he cracked. Nah, he's had a great season at Spurs. Who? He's not. He's past his. He's past his self. He's past his days. Yeah. Thinking back, he's showing everyone that he is good. But I think it's it's time for Tottenham to get a new keeper. Ooh, going in big there. Do you know one thing I'd say? Mbappe, he had all this hype around the tournament, like he delivered back in 2018. His price has gone up even more. Everyone is expecting him to be the world beater because he he delivers in big occasions. He's done. Even more stuff, and he hasn't even scored a single goal. He hasn't done anything. He's, he's just been dead. He's like Werner. He's been. It's like it's like Werner's tournament. He's made a lot of runs and he's set up stuff, but he's not scored. He hasn't got a single assist he's though. Been, he's been dead. He's been he rubbish. Not, I mean, he's he's done well. He's been set on the left. Uh -huh. And he plays yeah. the striker. Lads, have you just seen what Ben's born? Tottenham need a new goalie like Calder Dragon. Uh. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. <laughs> but honestly, though, you got to say, what a night of football that was. 5 through Spain, 3-3 and then a penalty win. That was one of the nights of football ever, really. One of the greatest nights. Like, honestly, what, what like an incredible time to be alive in the world of football. And I think it shows you anything can happen. Talking anything can happen, what do you think will happen in tonight's game? We got... Do you want me to get the lineups up? That's what yeah. we usually do. I usually read out the lineups. Got... It will be a quick one because um, Sweden versus Ukraine. Sweden came so, top of their group and Ukraine, Ukraine came Ukraine third. Is actually, it's actually seven minutes in, so we're. I'm going to read the lineups and then we. Will, I'll turn my phone off and we won't look at the scores and, until until after we've recorded. Um, so there is Olsen, Lustig, Lindelof, Danielson, Augustinson. Olsen, Ekdal, Larsson, Kulisevsky, Isaac, Forsberg, and then Ukraine, Bushan, Kusistov, Zabiani, Karaya, Matyvenko, Zinchenko, St Stepanenko, Zidorchuk, Shakarenko, Yeremchuk, and Yarmolenko. Jeez. I think Yarmolenko is one of their better players. Yeah, he's he's got, player, really. no, they got Zinchenko. I think he's been Ren good. Ren Tuck's done well as well recently this season. Yeah, I think who's yeah, he played for? True. I think it's KAA Ghent. I think he's he's been firing yeah. in the goals for them. Got Yeremchuk. Yeah, yeah. He also got like that 86 inform on FIFA, which kept popping up in packs, didn't he? Super annoying. I think you're getting a good play on then. It's Yeremchuk. I mean, it's a Euros podcast, let's move on. <laughs> uh, but, lads, what do you think the score is going to be then? Chisayad, you go first. Uh, have you got your prediction sheet where we do the points? I mean, I think Isaac, I think Isaac, I think he's, he's, he's like the, the league, La Liga's best young player. Yeah. In the season, so I feel like he, 
Sweden will win. Sweden will definitely win, I think. Sweden will beat you. Yeah. But we didn't think Switzerland were going to beat France, so anything can happen. To be fair. But I think Sweden, they haven't conceded a single goal or competition. I think they're so solid that I think team like that, they're not going to lose because they're so good at the back. And because... No, because there's, if you're so good at the back, then an upset is less likely to happen because people won't score against you. So then upsets aren't happening. So, I, I reckon... Adam was right though. Robert Isaac, what a player he's been like. I watched him against Spain. He bullied their defence. Like he looked really, really good. So what are we going for? Chai, you go you go first in your predictions. Yeah, guess first, guess first, guess first. Alright, go on then, Adam. Uh, Adam and Ben. What? Ben right, still exists. Uh, 2-0 Sweden. What much is it? Sweden, Ukraine. You've been following us. Three one Sweden. Going three one. Sweden, yeah. I don't think I'll concede. No, I mean either. What are you going for, Josiah? I reckon I'm going to have goal on assist. 3-0, Sweden. 3-0. See, I reckon Ukraine, they play interesting football. they got Shevchenko as a manager. They provided a bit of entertainment. And they've also got Shevchenko and they'll probably score more goals. I'm going 2-0. 2-0, Sweden. Play a manager. <laughs> Mate, 50 years old. Like a prime moment, Shevchenko coming on at 50, dusting off the old ankle joints. He can play last 10 minutes. He can play last 10 minutes. Mate, I reckon his ankles would be literally like glass. They'd be shocking. Glass ankles, mate. Uh, Anyway, I think that's all we've got time for, isn't it? Thanks for listening. One Um, thing, one thing. We should do a shout-out. Yeah. Can I do it? Yeah. Yeah. Well... My dad, I got my dad to shout out the podcast because I thought it'd be a good idea. Um, so what he did was he tagged um, whatever his face is. He tagged a couple of main presenters in the world of football, like main football journalists, mostly off the Euro Daily podcast by Five Live, which is like my favourite podcast there is. And you won't believe this, right? But the Five Live journalist, Steve Crossman, who literally hosts the Daily Euro show by Five Live, who gets paid to do it, who is a really reputable, big football journalist, got thousands and thousands of followers on Twitter. He literally tweeted out our podcast, putting a link to it, saying how good it was and giving us a shout out. No joke, you guys. If you've got Twitter, check it out. By Steve Crossman, fully verified guy, like blue tick and everything. And it's like, I'll read you out the tweet. Huge shout out to Finn and Josiah. Had a listen to their pod this morning and they're absolutely smashing it. Loving your work and keep going. Radio slash podcasting is for anyone and everyone. And then he put a link to it and everything. Honestly, I mean... What's it called? What's it called? Steve Crossman. I'll search it up on... I'll see if it's on Google. Yeah. Put in Steve Crossman and then just go on it and then his tweets, a couple of tweets back will be him shouting us out. What? Thank you very much. Honestly, yeah. And you guys, we, hopefully we've got some new listeners because of the shout-out from a reputable football journalist. So, honestly, if you've listened to this for the first time, we really, really oh, hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not chatting anything, am I? Like, that is actually there. That's mental, isn't it? we got the oh, main host of a five-live football show to out. shout us out. Don't, don't just check out Euro Daily. This is real... We are under Real Peel Studios. It's a branching... Studios and they've got some other great podcasts that you can listen to. 
Yeah. But really, ours is the best, yeah, isn't it? You go check them out now. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Oh, all that good best, stuff. Course, like, like, subscribe, share. Honestly. Really good as well. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And remember, it's coming, it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Both coming home. Anyway, thank you Bye. to our guests, Adam and Ben. And thank you guys for listening. I think that's all we got time for on today's episode of Euro Daily.